0: Let's welcome Pete the Vet, Pete Weatherburn, uh, Pete the Vet at the website. You can catch Pete in person on Old Collar Avenue. Uh, Good morning to you, Pete. Good to talk to you. Good morning, Jacqueline. Thanks thanks for joining us. And uh, I believe uh, there has been some connections between uh, vets in the West and also... In Ukraine, Uh, and uh, it's a thing that we're seeing on our televisions, a lot of cats and dogs and all sorts of pets being carried out by people leaving Ukraine.
1: Yes, well, you see, Ukraine is is very much similar similar to Ireland in the way that pets are seen as part of the family, and the level of engagement people have with their pets and the care they want for their pets. um, It's just the same as in Ireland. Ireland. you, the vets of Ukraine are part of the Federation of European Companion Animal Veterinary Associations, so they're, they're very much a part of our profession in a very visible way. So, indeed, there's one um, vet who I, who I met at an international conference last year, uh, and she, she lives in, in, the, in the middle of Kyiv and um she's been on facebook she's a facebook friend and she's telling us all what's happening there and she's putting up photographs of herself a week ago when she was sitting in a cafe having a having a cappuccino and a croissant and 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 moaning a little bit about the busyness of life as a vet and then put a photograph herself yesterday where she's huddled under a blanket in some sort of um air shelter and she's absolutely can't believe what's what's become of her life. It's just been destroyed. And that's that's the people. And as far as the pets are concerned, well, yes, people are carrying them out when they can. Um, Other times people are abandoning their animals. And the rescue centers, um, which are... You know, spaced around the place in Ukraine, just as in Ireland um they 're being completely overwhelmed because they they 've got new abandoned animals to take on and at the same time it 's very very difficult to get the supplies they need to care for the the animals the, the, the food and medical supplies so um it 's really a terrible time for animals and for people in ukraine and
0: mm, um, what can you practically do as a vet uh, you know apart from having a sympathetic ear uh, you know and
1: Well, what what, the vets of of Europe called for last week has actually just been put in place by the European Union, which is that the the normal restrictions on movement of animals across borders has been removed. Normally, you have to have pets microchipped and vaccinated and you have to have a certain amount of paperwork. Um, That's all been um, squashed for the moment. You don't need to do any of that now. People coming from Ukraine can go into... Poland or wherever they're going, into they can move in with their pets without any questions at all. So they've made it very, very easy for them. I, I think um, otherwise, vets are involved, as the public are involved in raising funds to to, to send to Ukraine to help the animals specifically. And um, there are a number of fundraising efforts going on, both in our profession, but also um, the public. If, if um, it's very easy to find places where you can give to charities that are going to make a big difference on the ground. And if people care about this subject, that's absolutely what they should do.
0: Yeah, very, very difficult. Um, you know, there was talk uh, during the week that people leaving, they grab what they can. We heard a uh, man on this morning, Brendan, and he just said whatever it could grab in plastic bags, that's all we took. Now, had he had a pet, um I don't know. I mean, what, do you have to bring pet food as well and where do you get it and is there enough? I mean, obviously the animals don't know what's, go- what's going on either. You know, well, yeah, very
1: difficult. I mean, very You can understand why some people, perhaps those who aren't quite so involved with their pets, or perhaps people who are just are in difficult physical situations, maybe they're frail themselves, they're having just to leave their pets behind to fend for themselves. And that's a terrible thing, but that's happening. Other than that, there's all these pictures of people carrying their animals. Um, and, you know, they're making a big sacrifice to carry their animals because it means they have to leave other really valuable you know, emotionally and uh, 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 important things behind them because they love their animals so much they want to bring them with them. Um, no, it's, a, it's, it's an awful situation and the, the really bad news is that it's very hard at the moment to see how, it, how how it, if anything, it's only going to get worse and worse. The um, uh, yeah, animals will be absolutely the innocent victims in this situation.
0: Yeah, Um you know, uh, some animals are good to bring and others you m- might not be able to bring and you know, and the emotional side of that, of having to leave an animal or you know, you bring them so far maybe and you have to abandon them even if you're halfway through your journey because it's just not practical
1: and and, and that may, I mean if you can imagine if you, if you were a small holding you couldn't bring your ducks and hens and goats and sheep and pigs and cattle and all the animals that are very dear to you and you're very fond of if you have to leave then you have to leave them behind and that that must be very very painful for people to have to do that um i suppose you would hope like one of, there's an italian man who runs a sanctuary he's married to a ukrainian woman and he runs a very very busy sanctuary um in ukraine and he, he's got over 400 dogs as well as other animals and for him, keeping going is—I don't know how he's going to do it because he—he needs staff as well, and of course people are, are leaving. So how he's going to manage is just a very big question. But I suppose at least he's not in the city, so he's—he's he's in an area where he can hear, um, you know, gunfire and explosions in the distance. But you know, he's—he's he's in the middle of the countryside, so he's not going to be a, a sort of target of any kind at all. He'll just have to wait it out and. Until things settle, but for him the really big issue is the the the, the help the the physical help to actually do the, the caring of the animals every day as well as the resourcing of of food and um, you know just to keep the animals alive it's going to be difficult for him
0: yeah, and as you were saying about uh, veterinary practices, there can't be much business going on you know
1: no that's going to i'd imagine that's completely ground to a standstill. Um, I, I know that my friend, who is a vet, she's she's only you know she's only coping herself. She's not also doing work is off off the off the radar completely. Um, so yes, I guess animals are going to suffer there as well because they're going to be sick animals who need treatment, and it's not going to be it's not on people's priority list to give them that treatment right now. Not when there's people being injured and ill all around. Yeah.
0: Mm. <clears throat> okay. We wish them and uh, yourself all the best, and to uh, le- let us know how that felt yeah. in, in yeah, we, we Ukraine. Get, getting on.
1: We have to hope for the best. We have to hope things get better soon because that's all we can do.
0: Yeah. Uh, this week in the practice, um, anything unusual? Um, this week, we've
1: had. Um, interesting things keep happening one of the interesting things that happened was there was a dog that developed um suddenly his abdomen became swollen and what we found was that he developed a big mass on his spleen it was like a football on his spleen um and the thing about footballs on spleens is that they're actually a type of cancer um and what we know is that one third of them are completely benign while well, two-thirds are malignant um and in some cases unfortunately animals that get these simply have to be euthanized but this was one of the happy ones where the dog was able to have the tumour removed and we're waiting for results. but we're hoping it's a benign one, in which case, um, you know, um, we'll go on to have some more years of life. So um, it's a little bit in the balance right now, but that's the sort of story which makes up that in real life, situations where things are in the balance, and sometimes they go one way and sometimes they go the other, and you're always hopeful for going the right way, but you never know for sure.
0: And you know, in the olden days of these, would that dog just be abandoned and died? Like you know, it It would.
1: It would, would. and indeed, often when animals do present with these kind of masses, you know, there's it's only a a certain special number of them that you can operate on them, Um, uh, and there's very high risks in operating. It's not for every animal, Um, but yes, I mean, in the past, far less would have been done, and there's much more that simply when animals got to a certain age or. Or a certain deterioration of their health, that we vets would use the language of looking at what's kind now, and that that often would just mean letting them go or carrying out, you know, peaceful euthanasia, rather than allowing them to suffer without being cured. Um, the, the advances that we've had in veterinary medicine mean now that we can now cure animals more often, so we have the conversation of having to let them go it happens a little bit less often because there's more that we can do. Yeah, mm.
0: well, and uh, just one thing um, coming into the spring, um, I expect there is going to be the flea season. Is that right? Would it be flea season?
1: Yeah, um, yes. Basically, the story is that fleas need a certain environmental temperature in order to be able to reproduce, in order to be, in order to be able to lay. Eggs and for those eggs to hatch out. Um, And in the wintertime in Ireland, it's too cold outside for that to happen. Whereas when you get to springtime and temperatures come up, then um, the flea eggs can can hatch out outdoors. And that's when we start to see a surge in the number of animals coming in with fleas. Having said that, we do see fleas all year round now in Ireland because people live in centrally heated houses. So even though they're not going to pick up fleas when they're out and about, if people... People's pets visit other people's houses or go to indoor areas. Um, it's very common for them to pick up fleas there and then bring them back into their own home. And when you have pet, when you have fleas in your own home, um, because of central heating, means the fleas can develop very quickly. Uh, the eggs hatch and the little larvae hatch and then the young fleas are there. And it's kind of exponential because they, they once the young fleas are born and they grow up and they feed on the on the pet then they lay eggs and they again. Um, produce and reproduce very quickly. So, um, yeah, you you, you, get, you get a sudden big wave in your own house. But we see the problem more in springtime and summer, and that, that's the time when animals can pick up fleas more easily when they're out and about, just in the local park or going for a walk. Uh, and that's why vets, when they are animals at risk like that, we tend to recommend uh, regular lead treatments to prevent fleas to stop the problem coming into the house in the first place and that makes more sense. One of the great advances in veterinary medicine in the last decade has been the development of much more effective parasite control products. So I remember when I was a kid dusting my cat with with stinking white powder that must have be horribly toxic. You never need to do that anymore. That's not even available anymore. These days people tend to use little um, vials of fluid that you squeeze onto the back of the animal's neck um, and even those have been superseded by once monthly tablets and so you can give your dog or your cat a tablet once a month that will treat them for fleas and worms just in one dose and it's it's palatable so they actually will eat it off your hand as well so you know a tasty tablet once a month you'll never have any parasite problems whether it's fleas or worms that's a huge advance and it makes pet care much much easier to, to to do properly
0: Okay, so that's pretty timely. Another one another one that's timely, uh, our last uh, one today is, uh, Pete, are you giving up at and for Lent? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, qu- the quick answer is a simple one, which is no. <laughs> I, already live, I already live an abstemious a life. Why do I want
0: to change that? <laughs> I mean, this is the day people give up all sorts of things till Easter, you know, and then they mm. have to the break out of the Easter eggs, but... Uh, yes. Not yeah. for
1: me. This, not this year, anyway. Not. I enjoy my chocolate and <laughs> my red wine too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't face it myself. Now to be honest. Not for not forever. I'd be making all sorts of excuses, like, oh well, it's Friday. You know what I mean. I come back on on, <laughs> on the regime on Monday morning. But there you go. Yeah, the first day of uh, Lent today. So
1: indeed, we had pancakes last night, and I must say that it was very enjoyable and um, a Polish. Dog trainer who lives in Bray. Um, he Sam, Sam is his name, and um, he gave us our practice a big tray of donuts because in a few days before Lent starts um, in Poland, there's a tradition for eating huge amounts of donuts, and uh, every year Sam. Happy that he comes along and he gives us all oh, that far nice. too many donuts <laughs> which we absolutely love and it doesn't make us want to give them up afterwards
0: either which is probably what we're meant okay. to do and uh, the shameless uh, Pete Weatherburn <laughs> there with uh, all his donuts and not giving up button for Lent thanks very much indeed Pete good to talk to you thank- as always thank you thank, thank you, you. bye uh, bye Pete Weatherburn uh, and um, Pete's website is petethevet.com to have a look at